um, Sliding Doors, the Gwyneth Paltrow movie, which is actually quite an under, underestimated movie. It's well worth watching if you haven't. But he has, I think, the, the loveliest accent I have ever heard. And I'm pretty sure it's from South Scotland or North England, so they call it a Borders accent. 7.23 is the time. Let's get back to uh, more immediate affairs. And our political analyst, former federal NDP leader Thomas Mulcair, is with us on a Friday morning. Good morning, Thomas Mulcair. Good morning, John Moore. All right, so let's unpack this story. Francois Legault, the premier of Quebec, starts squawking about the number of refugees and asylum seekers and gets immediate attention from Ottawa. Right. Uh, The answer to Olivia Chow, the mayor of Toronto, was a a war of words on background from anonymous liberal MPs in the greater Toronto area. Thank you very much. But she's got a problem that's almost identical, except that it's the city of Toronto that's picking up the bill, whereas in Quebec, it's the province taking care of welfare and making sure that kids have classes to go to and People are eventually able to to integrate while they're waiting for their decisions on their files. In the case of Legault, the letter goes out the night before last. And yesterday, there's a letter back from Trudeau and his right-hand man, of course, Dominique Leblanc. And the gist of that letter was, oh, we're really sorry. Um, How can we help? Uh, There is just a slight difference in approach between the two from Ottawa and from the Liberals, and they're going to have to do uh, some explaining around that, John. Well, as uh, Donald Trump would say, such lovely, lovely letters. But, I mean, (laughs) what do you think that's about? Is that out of the fear that the Liberals have that they need to continue to please Quebec or they're going to be even greater amount of toast than we thought? Right, but it also shows that whoever's making these calls and these decisions doesn't know how to count because, of course, they have 34, I believe it is, seats in Quebec and they want to hold on to those and maybe, you know, eat some more that belong right now to the Bloc Québécois. There's a fair chance of that because Mr. Poiliev is doing everything he can. Yesterday, he personally attacked Montreal Mayor Valérie Plante and personally attacked Quebec City Mayor Bruno Marchand. So, I mean, this is of being himself. So there's a, a real opportunity for the Liberals. They want to shore up that base. But the last time I checked, John, uh, the 50 or so seats in the greater Toronto area belong to the Liberals. So I, I don't quite understand who's doing the ciphering here uh, to figure out why it's worth having a fight against an eminently reasonable request from Olivia Chow. Now, Chow really put a squeeze play on them, and it was brilliantly well done in terms of raw politics. She simply said, like a lot of cities, our expenses gone way up. Property taxes going up 10.5%. Oh, and by the way, there's going to be another 6% that's going to be on Trudeau's shoulders that we'll have to add unless he ponies up some cash to help with what we're taking care of, which is a problem he created. And you don't have to listen to me saying that. Listen to Mark Miller saying that. Mark Miller said it's out of control. And who's been in control for the last eight years? Well, it's the Liberals. So it's their fault. It's Ottawa's responsibility. They should be helping Toronto instead of having this very personalized war against Olivia Chow, the same way that they immediately offered to help Quebec. Okay, I want to go back to this business of Pierre Polyev picking a fight yes. with the mayors of Quebec City and Montreal. If yes. I, I think that they're fairly popular, what's his game? The, 
You tell me. And I was looking at the numbers. I mean, you basically plant, <laughs> she got more votes, you know, than, than the conservatives got in the province, practically. I mean, I don't know what his game is. He might be getting advice from some people who are, you know, radio hosts, that type in Quebec City. <laughs> Never. And the head the head of the conservatives in, in Quebec, of course, is is somebody who's co- close to Poilievre and might be running for them. I'm not sure what he's up to, but it makes no sense. Bruno Marchand is a very popular mayor in Quebec City. He's been having arm wrestles with Legault over big, you know, infrastructure projects, especially for public transit. Plant herself, you know, she she won handily. She's defeated, you know, Denis Coderre, an old vet, you know, a, a ward healer from another era. She thumped them both times because she's got all of progressive Montreal with her. And for him to be going after her, and it's personal, right? And and by the way, it made it didn't even make any sense. In Ontario, in BC, any other province, the feds can deal directly with the big city. So they can sit down and make deals with Toronto or Vancouver or Calgary. In the province of Quebec, there's a law that's called the, you know, the, the, the Executive Powers Act. It's only in Quebec City that the, the provincial government can sign deals with the feds. So he's he's personally targets the mayors of Quebec City and Montreal and says, ah, they're, you know, they're not doing anything with the billions of dollars that Trudeau has given them. This just in here. They're not allowed to sign any deals with the feds. It's the province. You're targeting mayors who have never signed a deal with Ottawa because they can't. So I I don't know what gets into, he he must be very hard to handle. You can imagine somebody like John Baird, you know, brilliant, deeply experienced, looking at this. He's one of the closer advisors to Poiliev and just, you know, pulling their hair out and saying, okay, what are we going to do? If he decides that he's going to go on Twitter and attack people like that, in my experience, and the guy who brought me into politics, wonderful guy named Claude Ryan in Quebec, he said, you know, Mr. Mulcair, you, in politics, you're always adding, you're never subtracting. And I think that that particular lesson is lost on Pierre Poiliev. Okay, and one last uh, thing to talk about, that would be your own column, which is in the Journal de Montréal, where you call Justin Trudeau incompetent on every front. Just about. I mean, we went through a few, because you can only get so many into one column, but we were looking at the immigration file, the one that you and I just referenced, when we were talking about Mark Miller saying it's out of control and disconcerting. We were looking at the very closely related file of housing, because you can't bring in over 2 million people and then say... Oh, who knew? They, they're going to need houses. And we learned that the federal government senior bureaucrats had told them two years ago, you're going to hit a brick wall. There's no way to house all these people or provide schooling for their kids or provide health care. It's just not available. We haven't done any planning. And then on the international front, because on top of the, the kerfuffle that we've had with you know the two most populous countries in the world and two of the bigger economies in the world, China and India, over respectively election interference that's still being looked at, India, allegations of them being involved in an assassination, but more recently, Israel. I mean, it was unbelievable. Trudeau, everybody understood Trudeau saying, well, we don't accept the premise of South Africa's claim of genocide against Israel. And that seemed to be clear. And then a couple of days later, they said, well, the fact that we don't accept the premise doesn't mean that we don't accept the premise. We haven't really decided. So they're, they're leaving the door open to accepting the conclusion of the international court based on what they had already said was a faulty premise. So how can you have a, fa- a, a bogus premise and then accept the conclusion based on that? This is Trudeau and Melanie Jali, and the two of them together are, are just making a hash of our international reputation right now. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. Good to talk to you, John. All the best. Former leader of the opposition, Thomas Mulcair. Now he's our political analyst.